to the highest mountain, looked all around, couldn't find nobody. Down to the deepest valley, looked around down there, couldn't find nobody. Deep blue sea, couldn't find no one compare to your grace, your love, your mercy. Nobody greater, nobody greater than you. I love you, Jesus. I searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater, nobody greater, Lord, nobody greater than you. Nobody can heal like you can. Oh, most holy one, you are the great I am. Awesome in all your ways. And mighty is your hand. You're he who carried out redemption plan. You are he who carried out redemption plan. Searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater, nobody greater, Lord, nobody greater than you. I searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater. Nobody greater, Lord, nobody greater than you. Nobody greater, nobody greater, Jesus, nobody greater than you. Nobody greater. If you haven't known the Lord today, if you haven't told the Lord that there's nobody greater than you, you need to bless him. Can't nobody give God a praise for you? Can't nobody say the great things that God wants to hear? Nobody can worship the Lord for you. He's looking for those that are worshiping him in spirit and in truth. You ought to just let him know. Nobody greater. Nobody greater, Lord. Nobody greater than you. You ought to tell them how you search, how you look, how you went across different places. You went to highs and the lows, but there's nobody greater than him. Nobody greater. Nobody greater, Lord. God 
bless you on this 18th day of May. God has been so good to us, and, and certainly I am grateful, and I, I believe that you're as, as grateful as I am. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages with me, Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Our Sunday morning service begins at 8 a.m. Uh, Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We are the church. There's no better way to face opposition than by obedience to the word of God. You know, when I start obeying the word of God and I, I really start to understand and, and, and uh, I begin to, as my pastor taught me, love, learn to love the good and to hate the evil. Exercising righteousness. And as that began to register in my spirit as a young man, life began to change and it has made a great difference and I thank God I appreciate the woman of God that, that blessed me in such a way that my family saw it, my, my brother saw it, my sister saw it, my mother saw it and she, I just imagine her saying there must be a God and she got saved. Certainly we thank and praise God for what he is doing my mind is stirred, and I, I, I hope, and I, I think your mind is stirred too. And if it's not, I hope to stir it up this evening with what we're going to be talking about. Now, um, I believe that I gave a reading assignment on last Tuesday, and that is Ezekiel 38, 39, 40. And you know, if you, even if you just read the 38th chapter, um, it, uh, that would be a blessing. You know, so if you, if you did that, just uh, and you're listening. Just put a yes in the comment section of the, you know, I'll see it. And if you haven't, then you're gonna want to get into this because it brings us into an area of prophecy. It brings us into areas. So many want prophecy. Uh, I want the I want the man of God to prophesy. I want the, the woman of God to prophesy. I, I I need to hear a word from the Lord. Well, if you pick up your Bible. You'll get a word from the Lord because uh, he said, behold, I come in the volume of the book. I come in the volume of the book. And so it's all about him. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. There was nothing that was made that wasn't made without him. And so everything evolves with him. Everything uh, God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on unto the, in the world, and received up into glory. I want to direct your attention this evening to the book of Ezekiel, again, the 28th chapter. I'm going to start reading verse 1 through 6, uh, right after prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord God, for your grace and your mercy, Lord, for all that you have done. Thank and praise you, Lord God, for what you're doing. Thank and praise you for those that are listening, those that will be listening later. 
Lord God, thank you for those that are walking through the door. I ask that you would bless them, Lord God. And Lord Jesus, give us the wisdom as leaders to, to lead and guide your people uh, for their soul salvation so that they may hear from heaven, not hear opinions, not hear uh, our own theology, Lord God, but to hear your word in Jesus' name. Touch those that are sick in their body. Lord God, remember Bishop White, Lord. Touch him, Lord God. Strengthen him in the name of Jesus. Lord God, you know the unspoken request, the request that is on each individual's heart. Lord God, I pray and ask that it line up with your will. Lord Jesus, that it may come to pass according to thy pleasure. In Jesus' name, amen. The book of Ezekiel, I endeavor not to be long this evening. I say that a few times, huh? But I, I really don't endeavor to be long this evening. But there is so much uh, that I'm not going to be able to get out that I would love to say. Uh, but Ezekiel, beginning at the first verse, it says, and, and, I, and I hope you had a wonderful day if you're just waking up. I, I hope you have a wonderful day if you're ending your day. I hope no matter what, if it's been trifling, no matter what has gone on throughout the day, Jesus is still Lord. No matter what have gone on, we were having a brief conversation uh, before uh, before going on the air and talking about, you know, that the fact that business, you know, business is business. Things happen throughout the day. Stuff occurs. You know, if you're a farmer, you got to deal with the hardness of the ground. You got to deal with the, 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 the insects. You got to deal with the, cre the critters that that want to, uh, the rabbits and stuff, they want to eat up the vegetables and all of that kind of stuff. You're going to deal with stuff, in, in other words. You just have to know how to deal with it and not let it ruffle your feathers that you, uh, that you dethrone God in your heart. Let's keep him on the throne. The Bible says, and the word of God, the, the, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, son of man, set thy face against God, the land of my God, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and prophesy against him and say, thus said the Lord God, behold, I am against thee, O God, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. And I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws and I will bring thee forth and all thy army, horses and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with uh, bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, Ethiopia, uh, Libya, with them, all of them with shield and helm. Gomer and all his bands, the house of Togoma and the north quarters and all the bands and many people with thee. They wanted, and they still do even at this moment, they want what they cannot have because it belongs to God. If you look at the news, and some of you have heard already, some of you may even be in the midst of it or nearby what's going on. They want what they cannot have because it belongs to God. The, the strikes that are going on uh, in uh, with Palestine, Israel, you know, those things that are occurring right now 
is something uh, that God said would happen. They want it and can't have it. They want you, the enemy. The enemy uh, sends bombs and missiles and, and different things toward you. But you belong to God, just like Israel. First Chronicles 16, 20 through 22 says, and when they went from nation to nation and from one kingdom to another people, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sake, saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Don't touch God's people, not even with your lips. Don't speak evil against dignitaries. Don't speak, and that, that includes people that are in, if, if someone is holding an office, even in secular society, uh, no one is in position without God being aware of it. Pray for them, but touch not my anointing and do my prophet no harm. I believe the church need to uh, wake up to that because we put our lips, uh, too often we put our lips on, uh, on leaders. Uh, we say things that we should not be saying about the shepherd or the shepherdess. We do things. Uh, we... Uh, uh, we, we go down a path that we should not be going because the Lord said, touch not my anointed. Saul was injured, mortally injured, and wanted to uh, fall upon his own sword. Instead of suffering, uh, he knew his life was, was just was coming to a close and he wanted to uh, fall on his own sword. And a young man came by, saw the king, um, and... Now, remember, Saul was uh, considered uh, David as an enemy, wanted to kill David. But uh, this young man saw Saul and, and assisted Saul. And when he went to David and told David, I have the king's crown and, and you know, this is what happened, told him the story of what transpired. And David asked him and said, Weren't you even afraid? I'm, I'm a paraphrase it. Man, what's wrong with you? Weren't you even scared for a moment to touch God's anointed? And he and, and David had him killed. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. So when Israel, nation to nation, and from king, one kingdom to another, because of their own behavior. Our behavior puts us in situations. Our behavior causes us to suffer rather than uh, to uh, be blessed of the Lord. Our behavior will cause others to suffer or be blessed. And, and so he suffered no man to do them wrong, yet he reproved the kings for their sake. So whatever they did in afflicting God's people, God afflicted them as well. Now, God and my God, as of today, many believe it's the land of the north, which is Russia. A reference to uh, Mishchev is a reference to Western Russia uh, being Moscow. 
and Tubal is identified as uh, Siberia, city in Siberia. Some read the Bible, history, we read history or history. Uh, this is God's story. Without asking any questions, you need to ask questions about what you read. And you need to ask questions about what is being taught. I, I believe that when we go to Sunday school and when we have Bible class, uh, you ought to ask some questions. You ought to ask something about what's being said because I, I know certainly myself that, uh, that sometimes I go down a path that, that you have not studied and either you're still chewing on it and your mouth is full and, and thank you, don't talk with your mouth full of food, but but after you have digested some of it, it should stir up some questions. You need to ask questions about this life and the life to come so that you are well informed and you can make well informed decisions. The people of God are descendants of the prophet Joel. First Chronicles 5. One through four. Now the sons of, of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, for he was the firstborn, but for as much as he defiled his father's bed, this is what the scripture said, his birthright was given unto the sons of Joseph and the sons of Israel, and the genealogy is not to be reckoned after his birthright. So because of what he did, uh, he had to suffer the punishment of loss. There's some things we lose because of what we do and we may not get it back. Sometimes because of repentance, because of the mercy of God, we do get it back. But nonetheless, this individual lost his birthright. For Judah prevailed above his brethren and of him came the chief ruler, but the birthright was Joseph. The sons, I say of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, were Hannah, Paul, Hezron, Carmi, the sons of Joel, Shemaiah, the son, Gog, his son. And so we see that he is of the lineage of the prophet Joel. The people of, of Magog are the descendants of Japheth, Genesis 10, 1 through 2. Now, these are the generations of the son of Noah, Sham, Ham, Japheth, and unto them sons born after the flood, the sons of Japheth, Gomer. Uh, just to put it out, just so that you know in advance, Gomer is uh, considered Germany, and Magog, and Tubal, and Mishesh, and, and Javan. And so there are sons, Tyre. Uh, that was born on, of the lineage of uh, Noah, as we have read from Genesis. This is Genesis, the 10th chapter, the first uh, couple of verses there. These are real people. And the events that are impacting you and I as well, this is some real stuff here, should bring about an awareness of things to come. Persia is a reference to, mod to modern day Iran. 
Kush describes present-day Ethiopia, uh, Central Africa. Libya is north in northern Africa, or put in Libya, northern. Gomer is the people who settled in Germany, in Beth, uh, to Gomer is Asia Minor in Turkey. These nations mentioned was basically, will basically align with Russia in battles against the king of the south and later uh, on Antichrist. There are a number of things that are unraveling. So I, I don't, everything that happens means something. Uh, we should not walk around and say, well, that happened. You know, people are really at ease right now because uh, because of the pestilence that came upon the upon the universe, this globe that we live on, uh, seemed to have died down somewhat. And, and so people are very comfortable right now. Uh, but you, you shouldn't allow yourself to be comfortable, uh, but it should be a stirring of your spirit. Sometime before the beginning of the seven-year tribulation, the kings of the south, uh, that is African uh, uh, Arab coalition, which is described in Daniel, the 11th chapter, for those of you that want to do some reading, uh, just take some time and read a, a chapter of Daniel each day. It's only going to take you about 12 or 13 days to do that. And that maybe about 10 minutes of your time that you spend playing a video game or watching TV or something along that line. Uh, let's set our priorities straight. Um, grown men spending hours playing video games but can't sit down and read a book for uh, half an hour without falling asleep. Can't sit down and learn something uh, to feed your brain um, some knowledge besides playing a video game for hours. Well, that's fine, but you're not making no money. So anyway, let's go on. 11th chapter. Read some of Daniel. Read the book of Daniel. Now, there is going to be a coalition that moves to invade Israel. What do you think they're trying to do right now? Those missiles, they're trying to invade Israel right now. They're trying to take what they cannot have. They want it, but can't have it. It belongs to God. The coalition initially has the upper hand, or so it seems, but ultimately will be defeated by Russia. So see, there are major players that is, that is, that's already in line that we're looking at, listening to, that's not afraid of America. America is a, is a, is a powerhouse, but it doesn't mean everyone's afraid of them. You know, everybody's not afraid of because you're afraid don't mean everyone else is. They want what they cannot have. It belongs to God. After a short time of peace, seeing an opportunity to enhance their, uh, their domination, God and my God, Russia and his leaders, uh, will proceed to try to invade Israel. However, God has no intention of allowing Israel to take or Russia to take over the land of Israel. The Antichrist is going to rise up. 
and intercede in the chain of events. The Bible talks about a peace treaty being made that is going to last for about three and a half years. And then all of a sudden it's going to fall apart. The abomination of desolation, uh, which is spoken of throughout the scriptures that you heard about, some of you have heard about it, but didn't pay too much attention to it. You need to start paying attention to this. Uh, the Antichrist is going, to, uh, is going to step in. He's going to do what Biden couldn't do. He's going to do what uh, Teflon Don couldn't do. He's going to do what Obama couldn't do. He's going to do what Reagan and others could not do. You could go down the list. And the reason they could not do it is because it required uh, for this and what is going to happen according to the word of God is a spirit which we call Antichrist is going to possess someone. Uh, the spirit of Antichrist is already at work. So there are going to be battles that is described in a not too far distant future. We're knocking at the door, as you've heard me say, and you've heard this noise before. Now, there's no note or mention of the United States of America as a world leader in the last days. Matter of fact, as you read the scripture, you don't read, we read about other nations, but we don't read about the United States of America. There's not a mention. Now, for those, if you have found a mention of the United States and uh, during the, the Bible prophecy and 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 the role that they're going to play uh, at that time, let me let me know. I'm 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 a big boy. I, I'm I love to be taught. You want to know what is happening? Keep watching the uh, the East. Stop watching what's going on in the West. Well, Oprah didn't say it. Well, look. Stop watching what's going on in the West. Well, you know, uh, no, no, stop watching what's going on in the West. You need, uh, uh, well, Hanukkah, you need to stop watching what's going on in the West and pay attention to what's happening in the East. Because a celebrity, you know, because we're, America is starstruck. Anytime they want to get their point across, they go and get somebody that, uh, that has made a movie. They, they make Ghostbusters that you can believe what they say. Mm -hmm. they, they were on screen. You could believe what they say. Yeah, they, they oh yeah, yeah, she played on Aliens. You could believe what she said. You know, uh, starstruck. Instead of believing what what is truly being said by the spirit of truth, which is God. Some believe the Antichrist will come from the East being a descendant of Abraham. In other words, a Jew. Uh, it doesn't matter who he is. That's not the most important piece of information. You don't need to know. Well, I, I need to know who the Antichrist is. Is it Kissinger? I need to know who the Antichrist is. Is it Obama? Is it, you know, is it, is, it, is it Donald Trump? I need to know who the Antichrist is. You know, they, they fit. Listen, no, you need to know how to be ready to be caught up in the moment and the twinkling of an eye. That's what you need to know. 
You need to know who Jesus is. And Jesus needs to know who you are. Many claim to know the Lord. The Bible said that, uh, that uh, the sons of Sceva went in claiming to know Jesus. And those spirits said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But, but who are you? And beat them up. Do Jesus know you? That makes a difference. It makes a difference. I want to see who Jesus is. Because the Bible said that, that uh, uh, beloved, now we are the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what, uh, what we shall be. But we know when he appeared, we shall be like him. I want to see him. I don't care who and what and all. That's not even, the Antichrist is not even going to be a conversation that we are having in when we are caught up with the Lord. We're not going to be walking around talking about, well, I wonder who the Antichrist is. Oh, yeah, I knew it was so-and-so. No. Old things are passed away. Behold, I make all things new. We're going to step into another realm of thinking. And we're not going to deal with that. It's May 18th, 2021. And we are watching them fight in the Holy Land, Israel. Israel is... A real, this real estate is approximately 262 miles. In length, it is 71.9 miles. Israel is just a little larger than New Jersey, USA. Remember there was a one-day revival in 1948? 1948, a one-day revival that the Lord told the prophet Ezekiel about. Then the 37th chapter, he was caught up in the spirit and the Lord took him and showed him a valley of dry bones that was very dry. And he asked him, will these dry bones live? And he said, Lord, thou knowest. And the Lord told him to prophesy to those dry bones. Tell them that to hear the word of the Lord told them to prophesy, and they came together, told them to prophesy to the wind, and breath came into them. And the Lord told him that then, which was about 583, you know, uh, AD, but here, but 2,600 years later, 1948, Israel became a nation in one day which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. That one day revival, it has been less than two generations since that happened. The Bible likens Israel to a fig tree. Hosea 9 and 10 says, I found Israel like grapes in the wilderness. I saw your fathers as the uh, uh, the first ripe in the fig tree at her first time. He likens them to a fig tree. Jeremiah 24, uh, uh, beginning at the first verse, says, The Lord showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord after that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away captive uh, Jehoiakim and uh, Jacona, uh, 
king of Judah and the princes of Judah and with the carpenters and the smiths from Jerusalem and had brought them to Babylon. One basket had very good figs, even like the figs that are first ripe. And the other basket had very naughty figs, which could not be eaten when they were so bad. Then said the Lord unto me, what seest thou, Jeremiah? And I said, figs, the good figs, very good, and the evil, very evil, that cannot be eaten, they are so evil. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Thus said the Lord, the God of Israel, like these good figs, so will I acknowledge them that are carried away captive in Judah, whom I have set out of this place in the land of the Chaldeans for their good, without knows how to treat those that are righteous. And for I will set my eye upon them for good, and I will bring them again to this land, and I will build them, and will put them, and will not put them down, and I will plant them and not pluck them up, and I will give them a heart to know me, that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people. Listen to that. Uh, you need to underline that because God said, I'll give them a heart. Now he's, he's talking about those that are the good figs. I'm going to make a covenant with them. I'm going to do something incredible with them. I'm going to give them a heart to know me. In other words, that, that solidifies the relationship. They're going to know me. That I am the Lord and they shall be my people and I will be their God. For they shall return unto me with their whole heart. It's important that you serve the Lord with your whole heart. Amen. Thank you. 99 and a half not going to do. If you're not going all the way, because the Lord's not a sidekick. No, uh-uh. You got to go all the way. You know, um, to the left, to the left, box on the left. You know, you got to be all in or you're going to be all out. All right. And as the fig, evil figs, which cannot be eaten, they are so evil. Surely this, thus saith the Lord, I will give Zedekiah, the king of Judah and his princes and the residue of Jerusalem that remain in his land and them that dwell in the land of Egypt. And I will deliver them to be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth for their hurt, to be a reproach and a proverb, a taunt and a curse in all places whether I drive them and I will send the sword, the famine, the pestilence among them till they be consumed from off the land that I give them and their fathers. Why? Because they would not listen to the Lord. What makes you think that God want to deal with hard-head folks? Rebellious folks. The kingdom of God is, doesn't have rebellion in it. Uh, look at Lucifer. He rebelled against God and was cast out. So what makes you think? And he's an, uh, he is an anointed chair, but he couldn't remain in the presence of God rebelling. What makes you think that you or I or anyone can have it our way? We cannot. We must be transformed by the what? The renewing of our mind. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Matthew 24, 32, 35 says, Now learn the parable of the fig tree. 
when his branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise, ye, when ye shall see all these things, when you shall see all these things, we've we already uh, put our finger on the date, and I'm going to keep mentioning it because I want you to know that uh, deeply. Uh, May 14, 1948, uh, that was just four days ago and, and, uh, and about 73 years ago, uh, you know, uh, that this occurred. So likewise, when you see these things, know that it is near, even at the door. Verily I say unto you, the generations, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. The chain of events to come are at God's discretion. In other words, uh, there's been enough that if God said, uh, came like a thief in the night right now, no one would know. I, I would know. I would know. Bless you, Lord. If you came as a thief right now, I would know. You need to dedicate yourself unto the Lord so that you have that testimony. If the Lord came at, at, at while you was in bed sleep tonight, you would know because you would have that testimony because of the life that is dedicated unto him. Remember the whole heart. He's giving your heart to know that he's God. And you're not playing with that. But you're dedicated to him. You're dedicated to being holy as he is holy. You're dedicated to living a life that is without spot or wrinkle. You're, you're doing everything you can to make sure that your garment is not stained. That, that's what the enemy want to do. He want to stain some folks. As many as he can. They want what they cannot have. Because it belongs to God. I belong to God. You belong to God. The Bible says he that have this hope does what? Purifies himself. When Adam, the head of the house, messed up, when Eve allowed herself to be deceived, the Bible said the eyes of them both were open. And they knew that they were naked and he sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. They knew they were naked. Why did they grab fig leaves? Why didn't they grab something else to sew together? The fig leaves was used uh, or at least they thought would cover their nakedness. But not so. The Lord made a sacrifice as he has made a sacrifice for you and I. That uh, without, the without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. The geographical location is, uh, of Israel is, is said to be rich in nutrients. But it's also the fulfillment of a promise. So you can see why the enemy would want to get his hands on it. But he can't have it because it belongs to God. Romans 11, 
11 verse says, I say then, have they stumbled that they should fall? God forbid, but rather through their fall, salvation is come unto the Gentiles, you and I, for to provoke them to jealousy. Now, if the fall of them be the riches of the world and the diminishing of them, the riches of the Gentiles, how much more the fullness? The Bible says the whole earth is groaning and, and, and waiting and moaning and travailing for the sons of God to be revealed. The earth is tired of being cursed. We're awaiting something glorious. There's something glorious that is going to be happening soon. And you need to think about it being glorious. Well, my, I ain't going to see my baby get grown. Look, God never told you that your baby was going to be grown and you're going to see your daughter get married and all of that. Uh, you know, and that those things are good. He gave us this life to enjoy the things that are here. But there's a time limit to, to everything. There's a time limit to what's going on. And you need to understand what that is. You need to warn your household. You need to warn your family, your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your, your husband, wives, your, your associates. You need to warn folks that time is winding up. Just like you're growing up. Oh, you so big now, you done filled out, you all grown and stuff, look at you. Once a baby, but not anymore. Time is marching on. We're awaiting something glorious. Daniel talks about that some of us will arise to glory, to receive reward, and others to contend. Because of the choosing not to believe. You know, I, I wonder, where did they get this description about hell being a party place? You know, all the bad, all the good girls, all the bad, you know, we're going we gonna to have a party and, and, and hell is going to, the devil is having a party there. And there is no verse in the Bible that speak, that doesn't speak about it being, it's a place of torment. Every, when you read the scripture, the, 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 the folks, is, and, and then there's a lake of fire for it to be cast in. And then you got this old, old sorry opera. I'm not against opera, so I'm just using it to make a point. Oh, oh, man, oh. Listen, the Bible said for one sinner that repents, there's rejoicing in the presence of the angels. That doesn't sound like oh, our father in heaven. It doesn't sound like that. It sounds like uh, from Isaiah's description, the Bible said that in the year the king Uzzah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple and there was a glorious sound that was going on that even the doorpost was rocking to the groove. We got something glorious to look forward to. I, I'm telling you, I, I, my, my time is up. I, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm cutting off. I'm cutting off. I'm just stopping is what I'm doing. But listen, this is Pastor Carl. Cornerstone Apostolic Church. That's Carl Henderson at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. You know, like I said, dedicate yourself to the Lord. Be faithful to God. Uh, know that the Lord is soon to return and only those that are, are looking for his return is going to see him. 
is going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, whether you believe it or not, your, your unbelief doesn't stop it from occurring. It's going to happen. And so we're going, we're getting ourselves ready that whether he comes tonight or if he comes many different nights from now, many moons, as they would say in the Western movies, you want to be ready. And if you fall asleep while waiting for the promise of the Lord, even those that are asleep in their grave, the Bible said that when the trump of God sound, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And then we which are alive. But understand something. God, my God, Tubal, all of these countries that have been named are in existence right now. And they are major players. What Ezekiel saw then, what Ezekiel saw then is going to play out in this day and time. It's going to play out in the generation that is here and for those that are to come. And you need to be ready. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your word this evening. Lord, I thank you for this exhortation and pray and ask, Lord, that you would keep our minds stay on you. Lord God, to give you glory and honor, to bless you, Lord God, even as you have blessed us to know, Lord God, help us to be focused. Help us to keep our minds stay on you, Lord. Lord Jesus, that you're glorified by the life that we live. Lord God, help us, Lord God, to live safe, sanctified unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you glory. Lord God, we honor you, Lord God, for your presence. We honor you, Lord God, for the movement of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Hope to see you here or to see you there.